And welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. I'm your announcer, Papa News of PapaNews.com in Omaha, Nebraska, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-host, Catherine Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjurman Ali of TheConjurman.com in Viejo, California. This week, we'll be joined by a special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, Mama E of ConjureDoctor.com in Los Angeles, California, bringing us today's topic on stress survival magic. Afterwards, they'll take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, or root work as designed and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening to your selected from among those who signed up at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show. Then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Ms. Kat and Conjurman Ali. Ms. Kat? Hi, Papa Newt. Lovely Hello. to hear your beautiful, dulcet tones. Oh, well, uh, people are already starting to join us in the chat room, which is wonderful. Um, I'm putting out little messages here at Facebook telling people to join us in the chat room, and they are jumping on over. Uh, today is a nice sunny day, and um, I am a little tired. I have been working all week with my apprentices, and I had um, just going to tell people about it. We had eight apprentices, of whom five graduated from the apprenticeship program. In other words, they had done all three weeks. The apprenticeship is a hands-on training, one-on-one if you need it. Uh, sometimes people pair up and team up and work together in, in little teams. And it, it always comes out really nice um, because what we do is about 20 hours a week, about two and a half hours a day of uh, lecture and um, on the average, and then about um, the rest of the time making things. But I'm also helping people make things, so it's kind of like I'm there the whole 40 hours. But about 20 hours of it is lecture. And um, we look at the history of hoodoo, how it got to be where it is. And this is a a course not for the public. This is for people who want to be professional readers and root workers, who want help with their career, who want to learn some things that they can do um, to run their own shop, to run their own practice, to run their own candle ministry, whatever it is they want to do. And um, I teach a lot of tips and tricks. Well, we had eight people, and five people graduated, and I'm so happy and proud for those folks, Elise and um, Mary and Ray and Heidi, and Domenica, and I'm missing one. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> who was it? <laughs> Nagashiva, who was the, the, that was five of them, right? That's five. Okay, great. Then the other three are just taking their, their apprenticeship slowly, a week at a time. So that was good, but I was working um, very hard for five days doing that. We taught... Um, bath crystals, how to make them, how to use them, how to pray over them. And then we taught sachet powders, which, as Mary Thompson said today, she posted, it's messy. Sachet powders are messy. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. And then we had the, the little crown jewel, which was the whole day on making a jack ball. 
And it takes about a whole day for people to learn about jackballs and to make their first jackball. And um, and we got through it. Everyone got their jackball made, and nobody uh, broke down in tears this time, which is good. Because <laughs> mm. there's something about winding that thread on that ball that can drive some people over the edge. So we had a great time. And um, I'll be doing it again in May uh, when we have the Hoodoo Heritage Festival. I will also again be doing a week-long apprenticeship for my students. So if you're interested in it, you can go to luckymojo.com slash mojocourse.html. And um, then you can take the course. If you then want to take the apprenticeship, it's luckymojo.com slash apprenticeship.html. But you can't take the apprenticeship until you've taken the course. And uh, and uh, that's about it. Um, uh, the other people who did not graduate yet because they're still working on their on their things were um, Althea and Rowena and Joshua. Everybody was ended with an A. <laughs> and um, and uh, they they're still working on theirs. And um, and Joshua is um, posting on the forum now, and he has started up his practice. And so he wanted to you know kind of fine tune his skills at making things. But you can find him under the name um cousin Joshua. He's he's really um going out as a professional and he will be. And um and uh, Angela Marie Horner was helping. She was working as our runner and so she was there at the apprenticeship. She graduated long, long ago, but she just wanted to be a, a good helper and, and she was a good helper. So that's that was it. That's my week. So how about you, um, Conjurman Ali, what's up with you? Oh, I'm doing uh, quite well. I you mentioned uh, bagging sachet batters. I remember making my first sachet powder ever uh, with talc uh, powder and and foot powder, and then we used arrowroot also once, um, and it was a mess. And I remember going, "Wow, I have no <laughs> idea how messy this is, <laughs> and how much of a because it's because you're working with with." Uh, herbs that you're grinding out and powder people don't understand that powder gets everywhere yep it gets everywhere it's not like it's not like you see in the movies powder is not like some really clean that you can sprinkle it covers and cakes your fingers in a way that people don't get um if you add oils for scent you you're like sitting there working it in order to, mm-hmm. to get it yeah so people I don't know, or I think people don't appreciate the work that goes into sachet powders. So every time you you order a Lucky Mojo sachet powder, I want you to go, thank you, person who made this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, goes it's a it. lot of work, and um, and we we did have masks and gloves yeah. and all the other stuff. Not because it's toxic; it's just like it gets to everything. And as Nagashiva mentioned in the uh, chat room, aprons. We had a yeah. whole apron fashion show going on all week. <laughs> um, Elise had like several different fashion aprons, and we were talking about her incredible, exquisite taste in fashion aprons. And then Joshua pulls out of his backpack. He goes, "Well, I wasn't going to put on my apron, but now I'm in fr- among friends. I'll do it." And he pulls out his grandmother's um, 1950s half apron that she had sewed herself. Oh, how and cool. he wore it, and it was like, wow, there's Joshua in his grandmother's apron. <laughs> and of course, and I had on my little stripy spangly um, 
a calico apron, and Angela had a matching one of those. And yeah, it was it was like the apron fashion show because you need that when you do sachet patterns. <laughs> it's so true that it gets all over your clothes, and you don't even realize yeah. it either. Yeah, no, you don't until everything you have is sort of gray, bluish gray. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. So we had a we had a great time, and um, people have been asking. When um, I've always said I'm going to be stopping and retiring from doing the Hoodoo Heritage Festival. Hope someone else will take it up. We're, we're still trying to work to get someone else to take them up. But this next May is my last time as the hostess of the Hoodoo Heritage Festival. And I've been telling people that for five years. So if it's a surprise to you, you know, shouldn't be. But but I will not. But people have been saying, she's going to stop teaching. She's going to stop her apprenticeships. No, I never said that. I never mm. said that. I just said I was going to be stopping um, the festivals. So this next um, apprenticeship week will be the week before the May festival. Which yeah, you're probably asking me now, what's the date? I don't have the date yet. Um, <laughs> but um, but it'll be in May, like always, like every year except for that one year. And um, and then it, that one week before will be a, an apprenticeship. And I love these apprenticeships. This is what really makes me happy. Makes me proud mm-hmm. of what I'm doing. Makes me feel really good. Sure, I love to bag copal oro. I bagged copal oro today, this morning, till my hands got sticky. But, you know, you can only bag so much copal oro before you want to teach people how to bag copal mm-hmm. oro. <laughs> sure. And teach them how to do the work. And so that's kind of what I'm really about right now at this stage, is really trying to teach folks. Okay. So, our guest today is going to be Mama E. So, I'm before I bring her on, I just want to tell you all, Mama E is one of my longtime friends in the world of reading and root work. Um, fantastic, compassionate, educated, um, sensitive, mystic. I don't know what other words I can say. She's just got it all. And practical, too. And um, and so welcome to the show, Mama E. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here with you and listen to all your beautiful voices. Ah, and that, then I can put a few more adjectives. Oh, bilingual, <laughs> bilingual, bilingual, Mama that's E. Right. <laughs> bilingual, yeah. that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, so, if anybody needs um, to have a Spanish-speaking reader, Mama E mm-hmm. can do that for you. And um, that's right. and um, you know. Uh, I really, um, I really value our friendship. You've been one of my, just one of my strong friends for so long, and you've been on the show a number of times. Always good to have you. Now, before we start talking, someone jumped in. Um, Angel and Angela L jumped into the chat room and said, "Is there some specialty to praying over the products?" Well, honey, that's what you got to take the course and then learn. I mean, you know, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's what the apprentices learn and that's what the course students learn. But yes there is. The answer is yes. All right. Yeah. Um so Mama E has brought okay. us a topic and I'm going to um kind of j- jump right toward that topic, but I just give a little introduction on it. And this is on stress survival magic. Now mm-hmm. I usually introduce these by talking about what that thing means, but I think we all know what that means. So I want to turn this over to Mama E. First of all, Mama E, tell us a little bit what you're doing and then just jump right into what is stress survival magic. And and if you all are listening to this 15 years from now and don't know what we're talking about, (laughs) um, 
Just go back and look in your history books about what was happening in 2018, okay? Stress survival magic became very important for us in 2018. Actually, it's been very important to us for a while. There are individual stresses, you know, that people have, and there are giant social stresses going on right now. Mm -hmm. So take it away, Mama E. It's all yours. Well, it's funny that you said that because this um, theme hit me last month, actually September and October. Um, I think that they became either even more uh, difficult than the previous uh, year and a half that we've been going through. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I understand that, you know, many of us feel stress on a daily basis, a considerable amount of stress. Um, it depends on where you live. You know, if you live in a city, you're always stressed by anything. Just going to work can be very stress- stressful. Nowadays, just by turning on the TV or the radio, we can increase the level of tension and anxiety we experience. Mm-hmm. I like to listen to my radio when I drive. And I don't know why I listen to news because I guess uh, I like to punish myself. Okay. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> some, days, some days I have to turn it off because I just can't handle it. Now, aside from what's going on in the world, which is a lot, we all have personal problems. We all have health issues. We all have marital discord. I get a lot of clients that have marital discord. Financial difficulties are rampant. Everyone has issues, financial issues. Then there's the addiction and also the unemployment that can add to stress. Now, usually people have more than one of these things going on. And it gets to the point where some people can't, they don't know what to do. And that's when people take horrible measures. And we don't want to get there. We don't want to get there. Now, um, there are some things that can be done to relieve ourselves from this. The main thing, and I have a lot of friends that do this, stay away from social media. Uh, You know, let's say Facebook. You go on Facebook and you're bombarded with things. And I have several friends that haven't posted for months just to have some peace in their life. News channels, when you look at the news, regardless of which party you like, both of them are stressful. So try to stay away from that. Problematic people. There are a lot of difficult people out there. Some people just like to live in a certain, following a certain script in their life, and they're surrounded by drama. Stay away from mm. dramatic people because they, they love it, they enjoy it, but then you get it too. By being near them and dealing with it, it rubs off on you. I feel that meditation, relaxation, massages, Mm. spending time outdoors to me is amazing. And it doesn't have to require a trip to the sequoias, which I've done. 
You can go to a park and just sit there in peace and quiet and watch children play and take deep breaths and relax. Mm-hmm. Of course, some people need to use medication or home remedies to relieve their stress. That is fine. If you have to, you have to. However, we're root workers, and we can use magic to help ourselves feel better. I think, and I recommend my clients to give themselves baths. They can do uncrossing baths, blessing baths, healing baths. You can make your own bath. You can take some eucalyptus, you can take some peppermint, and you can take some angelica and make a bath. Now, see, the, the problem with stress is that when you're living in a stressful situation, you need to also calm down your environment. So after you calm yourself down with any of the techniques that I mentioned before and the use of a bath, you should cleanse your house. You should do the usual white sage, you know, smoke, prayers. I like to always tell my clients to use holy water. There is an incense that can be made, and it's kind of appropriate for the autumn. It's got white sage, cinnamon, and rosemary. Hmm. Now, all those things, uh, you know, are easy to find. They're not difficult. And they will clean your home, calm your home, get rid of evil, and make the environment easier to be in. Some people like Palo Santo, and they burn Mm -hmm. Palo Santo, which smells really good. You can also add dragon's blood to incense, and that also cleanses and smells yummy. Mm-hmm. Another, another thing that I feel that will be helpful, because when you're stressed, mm. you are off, off balance. And it's like when you're ill. It's a disease. So you need to heal yourself. I recommend making a little mojo that you can carry. And you can add rosemary to it, angelica, and bone set for healing. Mm. And then you can anoint it with healing oil. And you can carry it with you to protect you from all the things that might be attacking you. Mm. That's a really nice one. I like that. Bone set um, is one that is um, a, a wonderful herb for healing medically but mm-hmm. also magically. I would add something too that I would like is a, is an herb called self heal. Yeah. Um, and self heal also called all heal um mm-hmm. is a is another one that I like in a bag that you're going to make for yourself. In other words, I'll I'll put self in self heal in a bag for healing for another mm-hmm. person. But the prayer that I put over it is that they also work to heal themselves. But if I'm making one for myself, I always put self-heal in it because you're making it for yourself. Right. And I'm going to add one other little note here um, for the, about the white sage. There are um, uh, some people, like 
me, and I've said this before mm-hmm. on the radio, for whom white sage is not so good. It it, it just doesn't mm-hmm. work for me. So if mm-hmm. any of these herbs make you allergic or if any right. of these herbs smell bad to you, then go on to the next one in the list. When, right. when we When we give out recipes... We're always giving out, you know, kind of the top of our, our, you know, go-to six Mm -hmm. favorites or 12 favorites. But there are always going to be people who are allergic. I know one woman who's allergic to rosemary. By this point, if Mm. she were in the chat room, she'd be screaming, no, no, rosemary, you can't do it. So so don't take these as authorities from on high that say you must have Mm -hmm. every one of these. But, um, for instance, I would, for me, uh, uh, bone set, self-heal, cinnamon, mm-hmm. the, and rosemary are great healers mm-hmm. for the self, and angelica mm-hmm. also I would like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also just might add a little of my favorite, ginger, because I know that ginger works for me mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. that sage does not. I might yeah. put in mm-hmm. peppermint. I kind of like mint. That's mm-hmm. a good one for mm-hmm. me. Um, mm-hmm. I like eucalyptus. But, you know, there's no limit to how many herbs you can put in. And there's no um, bottom number and there's no top number. You make what you think is right out of this list. Mm -hmm. These are all Mm -hmm. good herbs for uh, self-healing, self-protection. I'm going to add here that the way society is designed, it is designed to stress you out. Mm -hmm. That's important to understand, right, that this stress is not self-inflicted in the sense that it's your fault. Right. Right. Because that that's the self perpetuating cycle. You're like, Oh my God, why am I stressed? Why am I like this? This is mm-hmm. what happens. You end up blaming yourself. No. Society is meant to overwhelm you, right? It's why twenty yeah. four uh, hour news cycles exist in the way that they do. And part of mm-hmm. this is the desire and hope that you will become destructive enough, disconnected enough that you allow the world to continue the way that it is. So one of the things I always tell people when they're stressed, I go, Don't disconnect from the world. That's, mm-hmm. the, what, that's what they want you to do. They want you to not pay attention so that they can continue bombing children overseas, taking mm-hmm. your money and giving it to the rich. They want you to stop paying attention. The key here mm-hmm. is not to disconnect, but to kill the stress so that you are in a place of power. You can look at the world as it is with reality. You can look at it, see how horrible it is, how beautiful it is, without letting it over, you know, throw your equilibrium out of balance. That's because you want to be in a place of power when you do your work. Stress is a killer of magic. Anxiety is a killer of magic. Um, you can do magic from two different places. One, a place of sincere plea where you call out to God for help or a place of power. You can never do it from a place of stress. When you're anxious, you're killing or fear. Yeah, you're killing your magic. So what I always tell people is that there's a key to handling stress, and it's two things. It's the two things that society aims at killing in you. First is time. You constantly feel like you're running out of time. All the freaking time-saving technology in the world, and none of us know where that time goes. The end of the week comes about and we go, oh, I plan to do all these different things and I've got a Google calendar and I've got a smartphone and I've got all these different technologies that were meant to help me with that time management. But where did that, all that time go? The other is gratitude. 
gratitude is such a powerful way of combating stress mm-hmm. because it reconnects mm-hmm. you to your center. It reconnects you to your grounding. So what I always tell people is to spend some time at the beginning or at the end of the week giving thanks for what you've experienced and then starting by reconnecting and making time. You do this by working with your ancestors on, say, a Sunday. Every Sunday, you build in that practice. You go and you pray to your ancestors. Whatever is going on in the world, whatever is going on in your life, you spend that 30 minutes, that hour, whatever it is, giving offerings to your ancestor, giving prayers, lighting your candles. Um, you take that day and you read your Bible or you pick up a book or you meditate or you go out to nature. You make that time to be with yourself, to help ground yourself. But in that time, you also spend it in gratitude, thanking for what has come before and thanking for what comes uh, in the future. And this will help you really kind of de-stress. One of the ways that I love doing is I take a bath, a kind of cleansing bath once a week, eucalyptus, mint, and basil. I call it my cooling bath. The world heats you up. This will cool you down. You cool yourself off, and then I wear new clothes, fresh clothes, and then I go and spend my time with my ancestors. Every Sunday at night, I do this cleansing bath, and then I go and spend time with my ancestors, thanking them for what came before and preparing for what comes ahead. And this is how I manage stress in my life. Gratitude and making time. Wait a minute. Hold on. i got to just jump in. That was basil and what else? Basil, mint, and eucalyptus. It's Basil, mint, and eucalyptus. He's another combination. We all have our favorites. And yeah. um, I just I just posted in the chat room um, also golden seal and mm-hmm. sandalwood are, are another ones that are used mm-hmm. for healing and calming. Um, oh, yeah. So, so yeah, again, there is so much to choose from. Yeah, there's so much to choose from here. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say one more thing about baths. When making baths, um, if you want to make baths for healing versus baths for cleansing, um, mm. it is my belief if you increase the proportion of Epsom salts relative to the other salts, you get more of a healing bath. And if you want mm. more of a cleansing bath, you're going to want more sea salt, sodium chloride, rock salt. That's just my opinion. We make our bath crystals with a balance of the two. But when I need a healing bath, I will take extra Epsom salts and add it to my own healing bath crystals. And when I'm making, when I want to have a a soak type bath, and when I want to have a cleansing bath, I'll add extra salt. Just saying. Hmm. Just my my little thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That makes sense. So, So, yeah. So, I mean, we, like Conjurman uh, Ali said, uh, being grateful is one of the main things that we need to acknowledge over all the insanity. Um, we don't pay enough attention to the good things that happen in our lives. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't have to be a major event. And, you know, as you get older, like I am, and, you know, Kat and I are, you know, mm-hmm. over there, uh, mm-hmm. you think back to the things that you did when you were younger and how you did not really pay a lot of attention. It was just life 
and you were just doing it and getting through life. And as you age, you realize that those little tiny moments were extremely meaningful, and those are the ones that you will remember as you get older. Mm, and that's miss true. a lot, miss a lot. So, um, and another thing too, don't live in the past either. Acknowledge the beautiful things that you were exposed to and that you had throughout your life, but don't just live in the past because that mm-hmm. makes you depressed because instead of living in the present and looking ahead into the future, you're turning your head back. And you know mm-hmm. what happens when you're looking back? You have an accident and you crash. So, mm-hmm. um Stay in the moment and look ahead and enjoy what happened. Even if it wasn't acknowledged at the time, you can acknowledge it now and move forward. Yeah. That is so true. There's a card uh, in the Tarot deck that always reminds me of this, the Five of Cups, the guy Mm -hmm. who looks down sadly. And there's a... You know, he just doesn't, um, yeah, he doesn't uh, understand that he has a future. That's a card that a lot of people are stuck in that, what that card represents. And I I always tell people, you know, truly, you need to move forward. You really need to move Mm -hmm. forward and leave some of those things behind. The other card about looking at the past, Nine of Wands, this is the person mm-hmm. who looks at all the bad things of their past rather than the mm-hmm. losses of the beautiful things. This person mm-hmm. says, I've always been cursed. I've always been oppressed. Those people are so fixed looking backward that they often do not look forward. And if you find yourself doing that, my recommendation mm-hmm. is do something that's very bracing. Um mm-hmm. Uh, literally, you know, drink uh, your favorite caffeinated beverage, but it shouldn't be um, sugar water. Mm-hmm. It should be tea or chai or coffee, mm-hmm. um, something that will be bracing to you. You need to stimulate your forward movement. And literally, when we talk about home remedies, there is no better remedy for that than than, than caffeine and breathing deeply. Mm-hmm. Other than, you know, going outside, mm-hmm. all of those things. But if you're stuck in... All of a sudden, you're in these sad thoughts. Just t- literally drink some coffee. Wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, chocolate yeah. also does it, too. Is a well-known yeah, thing getting you out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've been telling um, my clients lately, because there's a lot of depressed people, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, and, you know, rightly so. There's many things going on that are depressing. Um, when you help someone else, it makes you feel better about yourself. So if you're in a situation where you feel overwhelmed and depressed, look around. I bet you anything that there is someone else in worse shape than you are. Mm -hmm. And dedicate yourself, volunteer yourself to help others. And if you don't want, if you're depressed and don't want to join a nonprofit or, or be that official, just go out and, you know, uh, see a homeless person and buy them a hamburger or uh, give them a blanket. You probably have an older blanket in the house that you very seldom use. Just roll it up, wash it, roll it up, and give it to someone else. And mm-hmm. that little tiny detail will make you feel so much better 
about yourself and life in general because it will open your eyes into what you Mm -hmm. really have versus what is around you. Yeah. One of the one of the best spells I know for this kind of thing is um, a, a little thing, a coin wash, that I think it first appeared in print in Orla Forest's um, Hoodoo Spiritual Baths, but it's been reprinted in a few of the other books we've published under the name of Aura's Coin Wash, and mm-hmm. this is a this is where you take some uh, coins. And you um, you literally wash the coins, and you say over them um, some uh, a prayer from the Book of Deuteronomy, and then you distribute those coins to the poor. If you are shy and don't want to approach poor people directly, you can um, simply scatter them. Um, around or put them in the poor box of a church or mm-hmm. however you want to do it. But that particular method to um, bless the coins and then um, and and then give them away is mm-hmm. is really very very useful. It's just a very useful way to do something that you know is good um, for others. I, I'm very very. Um, intent on teaching that particular spell to other people. Mm-hmm. I would also say that um, giving it forward is very important and that's a part of the gratitude. Um, helping charitable works, this is really important for your, also for yourself. Um, and it also helps to create right. a net, a net, if right. you will, a spiritual net that you send out that creates stability and whatnot. Another way of doing this also is to start by building strong relationships with spirit. And this is a mm-hmm. key component of kind of preventively dealing with uh, uh, stress. It's a preventative rather than a kind of a reaction to stress. We've talked about how to deal with it in regards to like taking baths and whatnot. But start by, by having really strong relationships. If you have a strong relationship with your ancestor, you have a strong relationship with your saints, with God, with spirit, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, that is a great stabilizer in your life. And it will help mm-hmm. to manage and mitigate um, stress, particularly if you know how to pray. When we say pray, a lot of people don't know what we're talking about. Prayer, generally, people think is when you're asking God for something. And that is one aspect of prayer. But truly, what prayer is, is an act of reorienting one towards the divine, of really mm-hmm. connecting with that divine. I mean, there's a, there's a whole biblical verse about how Jesus groaned internally as he was headed towards Lazarus. And that's what we're talking about, a sort of a groaning towards God, a reaching out towards the divine and connecting with them. This is so important, not only for your spiritual practice, but also for your mental health. Learning to pray, learning to center the divine, learning to to create a strong connection with your spirits, your ancestors, your God, whatever you want to call it, is going to be important for bringing stability in your life and for helping manage stress. Because stress is what happens when the waters get choppy. If you have a solid foundation, the waters can get as choppy as they want, and it's not going to impact you. You remain on solid ground. And that's the key here is having that connection, being able to see uh, your way through the kind of storm, see your way through that stress, build that relationship with intention, being conscious of it. Don't, Don't turn to spirit only when you need them. Learn to connect mm-hmm. with spirit in your daily life. 
take up a regular mm-hmm. practice of prayer, a regular practice of worship, a regular practice of spirituality, whether that's going out into the nature and communing with nature or lighting candles and saying prayers to your ancestors or going to church, whatever it is, you build that intentionally and it will help to reduce stress tremendously. Very good. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I just put into the chat room uh, the briefest form I could put for Oris. Coin Washamer is going to say it out loud. It's cloves, allspice, and blue flag root brewed into a tea. You wash the coins, saying Psalms 23. You let them dry, and you distribute them to the poor, saying Deuteronomy 15.7. And uh, that is a a way to um, uh, help others. Pay it forward for, to others, and it's it's mm-hmm. really very good. Mm, love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. And Papa Newt in the in the chat room, Papa Newt put in uh, the the well known uh, uh, statement: "Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth." Mm. And that that is one of those um, those adjurations to still yourself when you're in stress, to still yourself for a moment. And and uh, contemplate uh, the divine, and um, these are things that um, we teach our clients all the time. We've all had to teach this to our clients, and we hope that these things can be of use to uh, people who are root workers as well, because we all get stressed. Every one of us gets stressed out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here comes our uh, here comes our bumper music. And uh, that means it's time for us to take our client. So our first client is going to be brought on by Papa Newt just as soon as possible. And um, he's going to take it away. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with your host, Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ali. And this week's special guest, Mama E, will be right back. We'll be taking listeners from our, uh, from, uh, we'll be taking our calls from our listeners, answering their questions through spiritual divination, and prescribing down-home contra remedies and remediation. Our call-in clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo Forum at form.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through Blog Talk Radio or via telephone by dialing 818-394-8535. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the forum, please dial in now to 818-394-8535 and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select callers by their area code, and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me, your announcer, Papa Newt, read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our first caller. And our first caller is calling in from area code 832 in Houston, Texas. This is Blueberry. Blueberry, are you there? Yes, sir, I'm here. Ah, welcome to the show. I see this. you've been listening to us, but this is your first time calling in. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Now, looking at your information here, you have not had any private readings with Ms. Kat or Conjumental Lee or have gone to any other readers or root workers on this particular situation. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Thank you. And Blueberry writes, I'm some, uh, suffering from vampirism and getting bit, uh, biting sensations on the back of my head and neck. Uh, my energy is being drained fast and used to feed 
something or someone. I think uh, I, I try to get rid of it, but it just comes back strong. It becomes uh, excru- excru- excruciating pain uh, it, it left unattended. Turn back to you, Ms. Kat. All right. Well, hello, Blueberry. Um, I'm sorry that this is happening to you. It sounds um, very difficult. I'm going to ask you a few questions before we do the reading. Um, And here are the questions I'd like to know from you. Do you know what your sign of the zodiac is? I am a Gemini. A Gemini. Okay. So Gemini is a sign that is very alert, very mentally sharp, a person who often has many, many interests. It's a a sign that's really good for people who want to learn, study, talk, and speak. Um, Excellent sign of the zodiac. And about how old are you, Blueberry? I am 32. 32 years old. And when did this start? It started a couple of weeks ago when... um, Someone stole my crystals and vandalized my crystals. And as you know, when a crystal gets destroyed, it sends a lot of destructive energy into your life. Mm-hmm. And and I ended up, you know, looking at my spiritual stuff, and I ended up running across this cursed video of this guy who got involved with the wrong type of stuff, and then some spirits came through, and I ended up being leached off of when you say you ran across a curse video, was this online? You saw the video, and the video actually sent a curse to the people who watched it. Uh, yes, he was. He was involved with some wrong stuff, and he was. Uh, he had bad spirits on him. Hmm. I'm gonna uh, before we read on this. Um, Contraband Ali put a note in the chat room. Cursed videos are usually fake. That is true. They are usually fake, but they can be made. I have actually, at times, in the old days, back before videos, I've heard cursed radios and audio. So I know that these things do exist, but they are usually fake. So before anyone freaks out, oh, my God, how many cursed videos are there on there? Um, on You know, there are some, but there are many people, of course, just making them for entertainment or for to attract attention to themselves or to sell advertising or just to troll people because they just have that attitude. But then, of course, being a troll of that kind is in itself a bit cursed, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. All right. But Contraman Ali says, yes, they are super rare, and I agree. So, But let's go back to your sensations. So you're feeling this at the back of your neck. Now, this is interesting because I've had other friends who've told me that they also have felt these biting sensations at the back of their neck as if they were being vampirized from the back of their neck. You know, the old traditional vampire bites the veins in your throat, but these, this sort of um, entity that attaches at the back of the neck has been reported um, quite a bit in, in recent years. I've heard of it by from many people I know. So I'm going to put down three cards, and I'm going to ask you one more thing, I guess, before I put down the three cards. You said you haven't been to anybody else for this, um, but have you tried any home remedies? You said you've tried to get rid of it. What have you done? Have you uh, used prayer? Have you used bathing or cleansing? Have you used um, any form of meditation? What have you done? I have uh, used uh, archangel magic and angel mm-hmm. magic. 
to mm-hmm. protect myself and uh, disconnect all attachments and remove entities from me. And mm-hmm. it goes away, but it immediately comes back very, mm. okay. very strong. Um, all right, I understand. Well, see, that's the kind of thing that um, I need to know when I do the reading because I want to make sure um, that we understand what your level of, um, of oh, I guess you could say, uh, competence and knowledge is so if you've called on archangels and angels you certainly know something about what you're doing all right i'm going to put down um three cards now uh a card number one is a card of a difficult situation and it is not uh, i'm going to say this is not to say that you were cursed forever but something has definitely attacked you and laid you low card number one is the tower and this shows a, a very small little watchtower, a couple of three, four stories tall, and it has a crown on top, and lightning has come down from heaven and struck the top of the tower. The crown has uh, sort of flown off into the air, and the tower is on fire, and people are jumping out either to safety or their doom, hard to tell which. It's a card of destruction, and particularly it does attack the head because the crown is the you know the crown chakra and so it's attacking you at the back of the neck it's really attacking your mentality so there are numbers of reasons for this for instance you may have a previously undiagnosed mental illness you also may be actually being vampirized but the card says something has happened. You're not faking it. You're not calling me up to make fun of me and then say, ha, 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 I fooled her. Something really has happened to you. And there is a component here that strikes at your mental health. And that does not mean that, oh, I'm dismissing you as having previously undiagnosed mental illness. But it does say that there is something going on here that has harmed you. The next uh, card is a card of imbalance. And this is the two of uh, pentacles. And this shows a person trying to rebalance themselves. And behind them, the water of the sea goes up and down, and there are two little ships. And they have two coins. One, they're trying to balance them together, but one's heavier than the other, one's lighter. And they're, the person is off balance himself. He's sort of tap dancing. So this tells me two things. Number one, this is cyclical. And it does come back. Number two, it is going to be very difficult for you to um, restore balance yourself. You probably will need a helper. When I see this card, the the card of a cyclical problem, something that comes back again and again, I'd like you to get a calendar. Get one of those big calendars with big squares. You can print it out from a page on the Internet. You don't need to buy a calendar. And I want you to, on every day, write down, how bad the symptoms are, or if there is an ease of symptoms. If you have done something like prayer, have enough space or use a journal. But I want you to keep a diary of this. I want you to focus in on it so that you know what's going on because this card tells me that it is going to um, be with you until you can get rebalanced. Okay. The third card is a a card that says you will need a helper, which I I kind of already indicated because the people jumping out of the tower, they need help. The guy who's trying to balance himself, he needs help. And the third card is a card of the high priestess. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to a woman priestess to be cured. In fact, 
I usually just interpret this to be a wise woman. You need to see somebody who's going to give you really hands-on, day-to-day help here. Whatever it requires, there's the signs of the moon all over this high priestess, and that indicates two things. One, that the... um, that the effects of this are in some way cyclical again, like the moon governed by waxing and waning. They will come and go. And number two, there is somebody that you will meet or hook up with who is a uh, a good helper, maybe uh, a doctor, maybe a therapist, it may be a root doctor, it may be a shamanic healer, but whoever it is, it's going to be someone who has a great deal of wisdom and knowledge and is multicultural in their approach. That This person is not um, kind of limited to one cultural approach. This person can work in several modalities. So that's what I have for you. Let me um, turn this over to Mama E. Well, uh, hello, Blueberry. Um, hello. I pull cards. Hi. I pull cards on you, and um, a lot of what Miss Cat was saying, <laughs> interestingly enough, I got a lot of the cards she got. Um, however, what I feel from the cards that I got from you, first of all, is that uh, before this incident happened, you were in a stable situation. I mean, you were calm, everything was going well, things were, you know, rolling, and you had got blessings, and good income, and one thing that I got is that you're a very caring person. You're a very uh, good-hearted and loving person. And then all of a sudden, your world turned upside down. I did get the two of pentacles just like Miss Cat got. And I also got, yeah, I got the two of pentacles and the high priestess just like you did. But um, next, yeah, after the two of pentacles, I got the chariot. Now, what the chariot tells me is that there is a way that you will get control of this. You will be, uh, you will move forward, but you will be in control. You have to be the one that uh, takes the steps to get rid of whatever this people or program or whatever they put on the uh, video and attack you. And I think it attacked you because you're probably a high vibrational kind of guy because you're working with archangels and angels. And this video was pretty dark, and the work that was behind it was pretty dark and usually attacks the people that have the brightest light. Now, after that, I got the Six of Cups, and that tells me that you will go back to the way you were before. But... Next to that, I got the high priestess. Like Miss Kat said, you need um, help. Now, what I see is that you need both uh, physical and spiritual help. I suggest just to be, you know, prepared and just in case to go to a doctor and to get everything checked from the physical point of view. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when things are sent our way, they upset us so much internally that we develop physical uh, symptoms. And I'm not saying you're going to go and get, get bombarded with medicine, but just for your own peace of mind, have them check you to make sure that this 
pain or this um, tightness or bites in back of your neck are not a symptom of high blood pressure, mm-hmm. which it could be caused by the stress of the whole situation. So take care of your physical body and then also work with someone. And I did get the high priestess, so that tells me that there is magic that can be done to clear you um, emotionally of whatever they threw at you. Now, the good point is that the last card that I got is the death card, which means an end to this and a new beginning. So you will get through this. You will make it. But always take care of both sides, your physical and your spiritual, to get through this. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. Okay. Now, we've we've looked at this, and we had very similar cards, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, I liked that idea of checking out for high blood pressure and mm-hmm. other things, because you don't know... Um, this, but as a reader and root worker, what she was implicating here is that when people try to damage you, the they usually cannot cause you to just have a mental collapse. They will try to attack part of your physical mm-hmm. symptoms. If you are prone to a certain form of illness, that is where you will get it. And when that illness develops, it's a real illness. It may mm-hmm. have been caused by magic but it's a real illness. So I think she's absolutely right. I agree. You need a physical checkup as well. So um, let's turn this over to Conjurman Ali and see what root work he recommends. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I have a, a root work for you, but I want to really emphasize um, what both Miss Kat and uh, Mama E have said here, is that you are going to need a helper. And this helper is going to be a healer. It's significant that the high priestess came up, not the magician, mm-hmm. right? You're mm-hmm. not working mm-hmm. with an, a sorcerer. You're working with a healer who's going to help mm-hmm. you. And, I've, and I always remark this when the high priestess comes up, is that while she is deeply spiritual, she's a healer. Um, mm-hmm. And, and this, is, this is key because the emotional and mental health aspect is important here. Curses are real. Spirits are real, but if something knocks you off balance for a period of time, it means that there's something within you that needs to be worked on, some equilibrium that needs to be found, um, something that the curse is able to latch on to, some imbalance that it's able to, to work upon, especially if you've worked with angels and archangels and it comes back. I mean, this isn't D&D. Archangels and angels are literally agents of the Lord. You call upon them, nothing should be able to return. If something comes back after that, that means that it's able to latch on to something within you. So I want to really, I mean, we see this with the two of pentacles in particular, that person off balance. I really want to highlight an emphasis that in addition to the working that I gave you, you have to consider working with a regular therapist or a doctor or a healer on a regular basis to ensure that you can achieve that balance and equilibrium so that this thing never comes back, so that whatever this is is not able to find purchase in your spirit, in your life, in your emotional health, that you are fortified emotionally, spiritually, and mentally so that it does not knock you off kilter. Spiritually, this is what I would recommend in order to help uh, achieve this balance. Get yourself basil, bay, rue, agrimony, and salt. 
brew this into a tea, and you are going to bathe yourself from head to toe, praying and calling out to the archangels, angels, to the Lord, to cleanse, purify, and detach anything that has been attached onto you. You're going to bathe, wiping yourself down seven times with your hands as you pour this tea over yourself. Let yourself air dry. Take the used bath water, put on some fresh clothes, put on, after you've air dried, take the used bath water and dispose of it at running water so that it runs right out of your life. Throw it over your left shoulder, walk away without looking back. When you come home, get a brand new knife. Get some charcoal, frankincense, mirror, and dragon's blood incense. Put the uh, incense to burn on the charcoal. Get the knife, anoint it with fiery wall of protection oil as you recite Psalm 91 and smoke it in that incense. Take the knife and make cutting motions around yourself in the air, behind you, to your right, to your left, in front of you, and above your head. You're going to use this knife to detach anything that is attached to you. Then you're going to take the knife, go outside, Stab it into the ground outside of your door with the edge facing outward. This is the sword of St. Michael. It will ensure that nothing will come back. It will create a, a fiery sword that guards and protects you at all times. This is the root work that I would recommend. Make sure that you complement this, as I said, with uh, practical, pragmatic work with a mental health practitioner, a doctor, etc. Wow. Okay. That's a good one. And I'm going to I'm going to put in a little bit of something else too. Um if you if you do this and he said to bathe seven times with this and the recipe and all the parts of it are now in the chat room if you need to go back and look at it. Um and I would also say that it it would not be a bad idea to bathe by the light of a candle uh, that was dressed with uh, Archangel Michael oil or fiery mm. wall of protection oil. I like to tell people um, sometimes we will do our strongest work if we work by candlelight. My opinion. That's mm. it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Very true. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, one, one question. When he, says that, when he says dispose of the water with running water, what does that mean? I'm still pretty new to hoodoo. Oh, so that means into a, a river or a river. Yeah, or a creek. I also wrote that you could do it at a crossroads if you could not find running water. But you should um, you should try for running water, um, mm-hmm. and that would not be down your toilet, <laughs> and it would not be a lake. And if you, you see what I'm saying, but if you have none of those, use a crossroads. That would be just as good. All righty, um, we're going to uh, turn this over to Papa Newt, and he's going to bring us client number two. Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com, and by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches, located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our next client. And our next client is calling in from area code 971 in Oregon. This is Fia. Fia, are you there? I'm here. 
Thank you and for joining us. And uh, did I say your name correctly? Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Now, I see you have uh, listened to us and a big fan of the show. Thank you for your support. And thank you for entrusting us with your situations this evening. Now, let's take a look here. You have not had a reading with Ms. Ka- a private reading with Ms. Catter Contramental Lee or have gone to any other re- readers and root workers on this situation. Is that correct? That's correct. Certainly. And she writes, I would love to have a reading about my aptitude for root work and anything you can tell me about general strengths and areas for improvement. I'm an eager amateur and have never had a reading on this subject and would love one from uh, the folks that I've been learning from and looking up to uh, on the forum. Turn back to you, Ms. Kat. Hi, Fia. It's so nice to hear your voice. Um, Nice to hear you. Yeah, well, um, Fia has been a a member of the forum, joined recently, making a lot of posts, asking very intelligent questions, and has been um, actually working up to become one of my students. And if I'm not mistaken, don't we have an appointment scheduled for an interview for the course? Yep, we do this Tuesday. This Tuesday, that's right. All right. So um, I'm, I'm very glad to talk with you now, and I'm I'm going to turn this over. However, we're going to look at, I'm not one of prejudice, but she is eager and she is interested and she is going to be taking my course, I'm pretty sure. Um, so let's have the first reading with the conjurement. Oh, let's ask a couple of questions. Fia, what sign of the zodiac are you? Um, I'm a Pisces, Gemini rising. Pisces with Gemini rising, yes, very mutable. And um, and um, about how old are you? I'm 35. Okay, so no little girl here. Um, well, you know, it makes a difference. You have a little high voice, like you could be 16. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take it. All right. Okay. So, Conjurman Ali, um, how about this? What is her her uh, strengths and weaknesses and her aptitude for root work? Thanks, uh, Kat. And and it's very nice to, to speak to you and thank you for trusting us with your uh, situation. It's interesting that you say you're taking this uh, a course with Ms. Kat or trying to take a course with Ms. Kat because one of the figures that showed up is the Hierophant. And whenever the Hierophant comes up in these kind of situations, I always tell people, go and get an education. <laughs> go and seek <laughs> out the, the experts uh, and submit yourself to their expertise and they will teach you and they will guide you and they will help you move uh, forward. And so this is uh, fantastic. Um, it's also interesting that you say you're a Pisces um, with uh, Gemini Rising because the cards that I have here are very strong in that regard. I did both a geomantic reading here and I pulled some cards just to verify. We have very, the very first card, we have the three of cups, then we have temperance, and then that hierophant card. And in both of these figures, we have a pictures of goblets, lots of uh, images of water or the power of water. And so water is going to be your strongest element, which surprisingly, even long before you told us your sign of the zodiac, it now makes it perfectly clear. Water is what you're going to work with. You're going to be very strong in bathing work. You're going to be strong in the uh, cleansing work, healing work, helping other people, 
but not just in regards to being a healer. You can use water in a variety of different ways. Whenever I see that three of cups, that shows three people working together and celebrating one another. So working at gathering waters and different types of waters for the type of work that you do is going to be uh, important. So consider looking at things like peace water, uh, war water, looking at gathering the seven waters, uh, and working with any type of water or fluid in your magical work will help to elevate it to another level. But the temperance card also tells us of your ability to create psychic links and connections via water. Scrying is something that you should try your hand at. If you've never scried before, uh, when you get a chance to talk to Ms. Cat, speak to her. I can attest that Ms. Cat is one of the most brilliant scryers uh, around. I'm a scryer myself, so this is coming from someone who knows about this art. I'm telling you, Miss Cat knows her stuff when she's talking about crystal balls and scrying. So talk to her about this because this will be an ability for you um, to develop and it will give you a really strong insight. Uh, building connections with your higher powers, angels, uh, spirits, ancestors, really great here. But the other thing about the temperance card is it also talks about dissolving. When you pour that water from one cup to another, we're talking about an alchemical transformation. So dissolving prayers in water is going to be a really great skill for you and an altitude. You have the makings of someone. Should you ever decide to become a professional, you have the makings of it. Because we see here the three of cups, the temperance, this is the process of learning, of developing your skills, of building those connections. And the hierophant is the step towards professionalization. That is becoming an official sort of priest, if you will, um, what is what the card speaks to. So you have the makings. If you ever want to become, you know, hang up your shingle and become a professional, you can become one. You have the skills to be one. You simply need to take the time to develop your skills and abilities. Work with water, work with scrying, learn uh, the different kind of uh, spiritual arts that are deeply associated with Pisces. Know that the work that you're going to be amazing at, the thing that you will draw clients towards you is going to be healing work, cleansing work, abundance work, uh, success work. These are the things, building people up, cleansing things away, these are the things that you are going to be very, very good at. For example, I have a sneaking suspicion that if you were to make a money-drawing bath or you were to make an abundance bath, that it would be a knock out of the park. So uh, that's what my reading sees here. You have a very clear psychic aptitude. This aptitude is tied to water and cleansing. Um, and I think that with a little bit of training and development, you're on, well on your way to becoming a very skilled practitioner and perhaps, should you choose, a professional. Wow. Well, that was darn positive. Look at that. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's um, uh, uh, turn this over to Mama E. Mama E has never met you before, has no idea who you are. Mama E, what do you see for Fia? Well, hi, Fia. Um I agree with a lot of the things that Conjurman Ali said as far as your success as a root worker. Uh, one thing that I got on my cards, which he didn't get, he, the other aspect of your gift, uh, I got the fact that you're a very creative person. Uh, on my deck, the Princess of Wands, it's a very fun, creative card. And even in the tone of your voice, you can hear that you are, uh, you sound younger, you sound enthusiastic, and you sound positive. 
So that enthusiasm is going to help you to um, be able to talk to your clients and gain their trust. Uh, You will be able to also be very clear in the way you talk to them. You can be enthusiastic, but that doesn't mean that you're going to be patting things just so that they're happy. You're a straight shooter. You're going to tell them like it is, but you're going to tell them like it is in a kind way. And that is the part of you that sounds uh, sweet and younger and caring. I also see the Queen of Wands, and that is the fact that you are a very loving kind of person. And although you're a young person, you have a maternal uh, instinct uh, towards you. So you care for the people that you're helping. And you will be very good at helping them out of their problems by speaking clearly, by coming up with solutions that are new and creative. I also see the four of sorts, and that means that you will be able to enjoy your work. You won't have to be stressing financially. You will have a good business that will keep you afloat. And like Conjurman Ali said, if you want to go professional, you will be very successful because you've got the sun card. And that is someone that will be very successful in whatever they want to do. Now, finally, I got the moon. And the moon is all about intuition, imagination, psychic abilities, creativity, and the occult, so which is like compiling everything that came before and certifying that you were born to do this work. And it's up to you to go on and do it. Now, as a little quick thing, I pulled two cards on the side, and it said that you will be traveling. And after you travel, you will be making money. So maybe you should consider coming to the Lucky Mojo Festival (laughs) in May. Because I think, I really do think that this will be to your benefit. And you will meet all of us. So that's the added perk. So um, that's it. That's it for my reading. I think you're on the right track. Wow. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Ah, that's that's wonderful. I love that little little throw in there. That was, that was good. <laughs> it's true. You're such a sweetheart, Mama E. <laughs> yeah, coming to the Hoodoo Heritage Festival. It's put on by the AISC, Association of Independent mm-hmm. Spiritual Churches, and the AISC is the sponsor of AIR. And if you do intend to become a professional, AIR would be mm-hmm. one of the ways to go. The other would be Hoodoo Psychics, and you can belong to both, needless to say. So these cards are very positive for you becoming a professional, and um, if that is what you want. Um, now, I'm going to give you a little bit of work to do because the card, the Hierophant, was pulled. And the Hierophant um, in my deck, which is the Rider Waite Smith deck, is a a, a sort of an authority figure. Uh, it's identified with the sign Taurus, uh, but which is not a notably authoritarian sign of the zodiac, but a very orderly sign. And um, the hierophant has uh, two people approaching and kneeling. 
uh, two priests, one with lilies on and one with roses, and the Hierophant blesses them both. And they really stand for two different paths towards spirituality, one more abstemious, um, the lilies, and one more engaged with the world, that's the roses. And the Hierophant blesses them both in it. At the Hierophant's feet are a pair of crossed keys, and this is a reference to the Catholic um, keys of St. Peter, um, because, you know, there's a lot of medieval and Renaissance Christian imagery in these cards. But I like the idea of working with keys whenever this card comes up. I always go immediately to doing some work with keys. So I'm going to uh, say to you that I would like you to get two keys, and um, these are usually called the key to open the door and the key to close the door. And I want you to... um, Bless and dress those keys for one for opening roads. So you want to put road opener on the one key. And you want the other key to be uh, basically to put things away that you want done. Um, If you don't want to go with something really heavy and mean like hot foot, you could dress the other key with um, cast off evil or run devil run, something to put the past and the not wanted things away. And you're going to work with these keys. You're going to dress them, keep them on your altar, and um, and pray over them and keep them separate. They, I like to use old skeleton keys. You would want two that are distinguishable from each other. Okay? And the key to open things, you're going to keep uh, on the altar at least for uh, a few weeks. And same with the key to close things. And then when you decide to become a professional, <clears throat> I would recommend that you bury the key that's going to close things. And you basically, um, you can put things where you've buried it that you want to dispose of. Sometimes people don't have running water. They don't have a crossroads. They don't have a nearby graveyard, but they have a backyard. And if you make a little place that you mark and you bury the key that disposes of things, you can then pour out waters over that key. You can put down of people, you know, ashes over that key. That becomes what I call a private graveyard of your own, the key of sending things away. Now, some people say, I don't want that on my property. You can put it, that other key, out in the forest. You can put that key in a park. You can put that key anywhere. But that is the key that closes doors. And then the key that opens doors, I recommend you put it on your keychain. You wear it. Um, if you have a keychain, if you don't have a keychain, you can wear it around your neck if you get a small one as an amulet. Um, but I would like to see you prepare those two keys because the Hierophant really does talk about those keys. And um, the key that closes doors, some people will um, put on it the things of their own they want closed too. You know, my self-doubt, my fear, my whatever it is, you know, my procrastination. And you can bury it with the key that closes doors. I close the door on these things. It's gone. And the key that opens doors, you can put with your prayers if you wish to not wear it or if you want, you know, want to keep it around on your altar. You just take a little strip of paper, like a little Chinese fortune cookie strip, and you write on it, you know, my road to success, my my path to fame, um, may I have a good living as a reader and root worker. And you can wrap that around that key. 
many ways to work with them. You just need two keys. There's not one way to do this spell. And because you may be aiming toward being a professional, I leave this in your hands to devise your own spell based on the three or four different, entirely different suggestions that I've given you that will, in one way or another, um, make it possible for you to do this. Now, the use of water was mentioned, and I would say that seems really obvious from the fact that you're a Pisces, and I would um, recommend that you follow Ali's advice and begin to work with um, water spells, work with bathing, and work with um, not obsessive cleansing. I'm not one of these obsessive cleansers myself. I'm I'm kind of an old funky person who cleanses when I'm dirty. But a lot of people get into cleansing for their clients, and I'm pretty good at that. So I would work with that type of stuff. I would work with some sacred waters. You might want to go on the Internet and see if you can trade sacred waters with anyone, river waters, um, uh, well waters. There are people like me, I'm a Taurus, I collect graveyard dirts from all over, and um, those are the kind of uh, things that I work with are all these different dirts. But people who work with waters often will have a little collection of waters, and these would not be like little vials. You might want to have, oh, at least a pint of each water, and you can compound those when working with people a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little water from such and such a sacred well or sacred spring. And there are other people who work with waters. And the Three of Cups, speaks, which Ali had, speaks to sharing those waters. Um, and, um, you know, the Three of Cups is about forming an alliance with other people. It's a very um, easy for you to do if you start working with that. Okay. Thank you so much. Totally makes sense. It does it? Okay, good. And if you do have some art talent, which I think you might, I, I don't know, but um, use that, use your creativity, your writing talents and your art talents. Um, that says to me that you, you do have that kind of ability. Um, you've always seemed very articulate, little that I know of you, and I really think that would be a good thing. So um, I guess that's about it. Does anyone else have anything to add? The only thing I'm going to say here is uh, uh, that was a great root work recommendation. Find yourself, if you can, some form of running water, a river, a creek, a creek, etc., mm-hmm. and build a spiritual relationship with that. Like that will be your river, that will be your creek that you can work with. Um, finding natural sites uh, to draw power from is an important way of grounding our root work and uh, building our relationship with the kind of natural world. Mhm. That's very good. And I know people who have no such relationships with a live creek or um spring or stream, but I I think that Ali is right and I think that Mama E also kind of hinted at this. That this is something that would be a a great power for you whether it's the sea, whether it's a river, mm-hmm. something of that nature. All righty. Well, I, I look forward to talking to you on Tuesday, and I have a pretty strong conviction that you will become my student based on this <laughs> reading. And thank you, Kantra Ali and Mama E, for those great readings. I now know more about thank my you. student-to-be. <laughs> All righty. Well, we're going to now go to our electrotechnical event. <laughs> Thank you. 
The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Condrum and Ollie, Sundays, 3 to 4.30, the Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, Tuesdays, 5 to 6, Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 4 to 5, and The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix LeFay, Fridays, 6 to 7. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for our free spell segment with Mama E of ConjureDoctor.com in Los Angeles, California. Take it away, Mama E. Thank you, Papa Noon. So we had a long discussion about things that that stress us. And, you know, some things are out of our control. Some things we just can't do anything about it. However, there are some things that we can control. And one thing that we can do is how we react to everything. So I'm I'm a great believer on lists. I make lists. So first, you should take inventory of all the good things in your life. Like we discussed before and Conjurman Ali mentioned, we should be grateful. So focus on family, home, health, work, finances, etc. And make a written list and put it aside. We will call this the good list. Now, evaluate what stresses you. It could be work, family, finances, the neighbors, global warming, the economy, or even politics. Make a list of the problems and put it aside. So right now you have two lists. Now, take the list of the problems. And look at it carefully. I'm sure you can divide it again into two other lists. Take the problems and make a list of the problems that you can do something about. This is going to be the hopeful list. These are the things that you might be able to do something about and change. The second list would be the stressful list, the one that is out of your control. So now we have three lists. Now let's go back to the good list. That's the good one, the one that we are happy to have. So here's a little spell for the good list. Place the good list on a white plate and anoint it with blessing oil. Take a white six-inch candle and write on it three times, thank you for my blessing. As you know, when you want to bring things to you, you write from the bottom to the top of the candle. So write on it, thank you for my blessings around the candle three times. Now rub blessing oil again from the bottom to the top of the candle and roll it on blessing herb mixture. You can get all this at Lucky Mojo. 
Now place that candle over the good list on the plate. Light it and pray over it, thanking God for all the blessings you have been granted. Now once that is going, put it aside, put it on your altar, and put it on a place where you can keep an eye on a candle as always. Now, let's work on the hopeful list. That's the list where things are bad, but you can do something about it. You follow the same process. Use a purple candle to command. Write on it from the top to the bottom, the opposite of the previous candle, because you want things to leave. Now, write on it, obstacles and problems be gone. Again, write it three times from the top to the bottom. Anoint the candle with blockbuster oil from the top to the bottom of the candle and roll it on blockbuster earth mix. Now place the candle over the hopeful list on a plate. And it could be a white plate also. Light it and pray over it, asking God to take away all your problems and obstacles. Now at this point of prayers, if you want to use a psalm, use a psalm. If you want to pray to uh, other deities, pray to other deities. I pray to God. Now finally is that stressful list. Take the stressful list. That one, there's nothing we can do about it except manage how we react to it. So put it in something that is safe to burn, like a metal can, like an old coffee can, or an incense burner. Add a pinch of devil shoestring, a pinch of eucalyptus, and red chili peppers, because you want that thing gone. Take it outside and light it on fire. Light that list on fire. As the list burns, release the stress caused by all the things that are out of your control and send them out into the universe and away from you. Speak the words out loud, releasing the influence they had on you and regaining your peace and power. You can say, Lord, get all this stress away from my life. I don't want to have to be affected by it anymore. I put it in your hands and send it away. Now, at the end of this little spell, you should take an uncrossing bath to clear any residual negativity left on you. And take a relaxing day, spend the rest of the day pampering yourself, wear some light clothes, and relax as much as you can. And that is my little spell to try to get rid of stress. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> That's beautiful, Mama E. Thank you so much. Now, I'm going to ask the customary questions because I always ask questions. Um we had somebody in the forum this last week who had put a paper uh, petition under their candle. and Oh, no, they would put rose petals under it, I think it was. Anyway, they set mm-hmm. the whole thing on fire, and they almost caught their house on fire. Mm-hmm. You know, the usual. Mm-hmm. So yep. I want to make sure that we understand. When we say um, put the candle on the plate, not necessarily right on the plate. You might want to have a little candle stand because that plate might crack if it's not a thick plate. Right. And if you put the paper 
under the candle, the paper might catch on fire. So some people will put the paper under the plate. Or if you want the paper on the plate, then you might want to use a candle stand that's a little taller, has a little foot on it, okay? We Mm -hmm. don't want people catching themselves on fire. But that brings up the question, Mommy, Mm -hmm. what do you do with those other papers? Because you burnt those, the bad one. But the other two papers, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do with them? I would dispose of them at a crossroads. Okay, dispose of them at a crossroads. Thank you. Because people always ask. That's why I always ask on their behalf. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Wow. What a wonderful spell. And I love the way you started with two lists, but you ended with three lists. That Mm -hmm. was clever. That's clever. I love it. Great work. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Countryman Ollie in the chat said, wait, are people sticking candles on papers like no candle holders? Yes, they are, and they're well, setting their houses oh, on fire. Lord. So, oh, good lord! Yes, <laughs> yeah. So, no, uh, I use the little disposable ones too. Those are really inexpensive, and then you can get rid of them. Yeah, the little star holders. Yes, the little star ones. Yes, those are yeah. those are good, and I like the little four-dollar brass holders that are short. Anything, don't put mm-hmm. your candles on the paper. That's right. All right, right. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's pretty bad out there in the world of YouTube magic. Okay. Um, so thank you so much, Mama E. Let's turn this over to Papa Newt so he has time enough to speak, and then we'll all come back and say goodbye. <laughs> thank you, Miss Cat and Conjurman Ali, and thank you, Mama E. of ConjureDoctor.com in Los Angeles, California, for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when our special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Reworkers will be Deacon Millet of FourAlters.org in the high deserts of California, bringing us the topic on the Master Key. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curious Company in Forestville, California. You can find Miss Cat via the Lucky Mojo form at forum.luckymojo.com and Conjurman Ali at the Conjurman. In Mission Viejo, California. I'm your announcer, Papa Newt, joining you from PapaNewt.com in Omaha, Nebraska. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rework Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive via luckymojo.com slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to say thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at the, at the same time when you'll hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Waltz. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you, Papa Newt. Lovely to have you announcing. <laughs> You're so good at that. And you made it <laughs> Thank you, uh, Mama E, for being our guest. Thank and, you for having me. Yes, and thank you, Contraband Ali, for holding down your end of the conversation. <laughs> good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.